1: so without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. Saints of God, our God is a promise maker and he's also a promise keeper. In Joel chapter two, you'll find one of the many promises God made to me and you. He made us a promise that he'll restore everything that the devil has stolen and or devoured from us. The only question is, will we let God do in our lives what he promised he'll do by believing his promises to be true? So that he won't be just a promise maker, but he'll be a promise keeper too. So, come on and let's learn a little bit more today about what the Bible has to say about God's promise of recovery and restoration that he wants to keep for me and you. So, without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Recovery and Restoration. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Some of us ain't enjoying right now. It's because of what somebody said, what somebody did, somebody didn't do, causes us to become disconnected and we didn't even know what happened to me and you. But God's saying, get your eyes back on me and remember how much I love thee so I can fill thee with a joy that only comes from me. We're in Psalms number 89, stanza number 16. It says, in thy name shall they rejoice all the day. And in thy righteousness shall they be exalted. For thou art the glory of their strength. You know, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And in thy favor, our horns shall be exalted. Notice, in thy name shall they rejoice all the day. See, the joy that God gives us will stay with us all day long. All day long. When we wake up in the morning, we got it. When we get up to go to work, we got it. When we get to work, we got it. While we're working, we got it. When we go on break, we got it. When we come back from break, on time, we got it. When we go to lunch, we got it. When we come back from lunch, on time, we got it. Praise God. When it's time for us to leave at the end of the day, after the time that we are supposed to be off, then we got it while we're driving home in San Antonio traffic with all these crazy drivers, we got it. We ain't like blowing our horn and, 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 and waving fingers at them and hands at them, and sometimes we economize just in case we get to do it to a lot of people and just raise one finger. No, we don't do none of that because we got joy unspeakable and full of glory. Oh, joy down in my heart. We just smile when they cut us off in traffic, and we just like, hey, man, I was going to let you in anyway. It really didn't matter. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because I got joy. We do it all day long, too. Isaiah chapter 61, I remember when I first got saved. I remember people came over to me that had been saved for a long time, and they just walked around. I'm all giddy. I'm all geeked. I'm all fired up. I got so much joy coming out of me. And they came over to, to counsel me, to school me, praise God. And they said, hey, it's like that now. But it's gonna go away. I said, just enjoy it now because it's gonna go away. Well, it's been decades. <laughs> and it ain't went away yet. In fact, it's been increasing because this joy can increase. In fact, I'm more excited now woo, than I ever been before. Shout out to Bosa. We're in Psalms number 61. Stands at number two, Isaiah. I was just saying if you're still paying attention. Isaiah chapter 61, verse 10. It says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. Remember, great joy will come to the people that Jesus Christ comes come into their life. The response is, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. Why? My soul shall be f- joyful in my God. See, when your soul gets joyful, then it's impossible for it not to come out. How do you know when something's full? If you, if you had a glass, praise God, and you was pouring water in it, Kool-Aid in it, praise sweet tea in it, praise God, hallelujah. And if you was pouring something like that in it, you know, um, how do you know when it's full? Because everything that's poured in it from that point forward is overflowing. And that's how you'll be walking around. Anybody ever walked around with a glass that's full? I mean, real full. What happened when you walked? Kept spilling it. Every step you take, you spill it. Well, see, that's what happens. Every step you take, some of that joy going to come out. Every step you take, some of that joy going to come out. It's going to come over the brim. Here's your brim right here. Here's your brim right here. You got two brims right there. and It's going to come over the brim, praise God, and you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna share it with somebody. You're going to say something about somebody. You're just going to be walking around with a song in your heart and a song on your lips, praise God. You're just going to walk around because God's got you full of joy. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Well, it's just going to keep coming. And see, if you know God like I know God, God's never satisfied that you're full. God wants you overflowing. Well, he just keep pouring into the midst of it. Come on now. come on, Psalms 23. Your cup runneth over. That's, see, that's the kind of God that we serve, that he wants your cup to run over. And, and you the cup, and God wants you to run over. Because he wants so much joy coming out of you, praise God, coming out of you, that it gets over everybody all the way near you. Everybody's around you will be full of joy just because you walked into the room. Has anybody ever walked into a room, praise God, And, and or know somebody that walked into a room and everybody got to smiling just because they walked in? Not because they hair looked crazy or nothing like that, but they you you they, you're smiling because they're just a joyful person. They're just a wonderful person. You're like, oh, man, I'm glad they're in here. Praise God. Life is better because they're up in here. Glory to God. That's how it's supposed to be with us, that when we walk into the room, it's like the Lord himself walked into the room. We are change agents. We caused things to change just because we'd stepped into the room. Come on, we the salt of the earth. Are you listening to me up in here? We're supposed to be full of wine. New wine. H- Holy ghost wine. Not ripple nor sham pipple. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about new wine. Somebody was like, I heard the Lord. <laughs> Woo! Jesus. See, we're supposed to think about the goodness of God and and, and get excited about what he did for me and you. Well, all we got to do is let let it run through our mind for a moment or two, and and, and then we're supposed to get overflowing. Turn to Luke chapter 1. Let me show you a quick example of that. Luke chapter 1. We're almost through. Stick with me for a moment or two. You was one making all that praise and doing all that stuff. Don't be looking at me. Luke chapter 1. How long he there? How long was you there? Luke Luke chapter 1. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Verse forty-six. Luke chapter one, verse forty-six. And Mary said, My soul doth magnify the Lord. Why is that, Mary? And my spirit hath rejoiced in the God in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the low estate of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty have done to me great things, and holy is his name. I mean, that she just thought about how good God's done her. And she just thought about that she is favored of the Lord. Anybody here favored of the Lord? When she just thought about the great things that he has done in her life, and when she just thought about the magnificent things that's ahead in her life, She became became joyful because she began to rejoice. Remember, that's the response of being joyful. She began to start rejoicing and just just getting all happy, getting all fired up, praise God. Mary rejoiced when she thought about how God regarded and favored her. Let me put it this way. She ain't even seen the bottom level of favor that we've experienced. She ain't even dealt with the bottom level of of favor that we've experienced. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause she was used as a servant of God. We are the sons of God. God visited her. He moved in me and you. We got it go. We we we. we oh, you you're feeling me? She got that joy. We 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 got it going on, baby. We got shoot. When you think that'll override all the cares. That'll override all the concerns. Bunk to chasing the riches. I got Jesus. Hallelujah. And all that kind of stuff. See, joy will be restored in us as we think about all the times that God has come through for us. And how many times have God come through for us? Jeremiah chapter 31. He done come through in more ways than a little bit. Oh, folk, you say more than you can shake a stick at. Jeremiah chapter 31. Verse number 10, it reads, hear the, vo- hear the word of the Lord, O ye nations, and declare it in the isles afar off, and say, He that scattereth Israel will gather him and keep him as a shepherd doth his flock. Anybody here being kept by God? Yeah. For the Lord hath redeemed Jacob and ransomed him from the hand of him that was, was stronger than he. Therefore, he shall come and sing in the height of Zion and shall flow together to the goodness of the Lord for wheat and for wine and for oil and the young of the flocks and of the herd. Their souls shall be as a watered garden and they shall not sorrow any more at all. Somebody say at all. at all. Then shall the virgin rejoice in the dance. Oh, she like, oh. Both young men and old together, for I will turn their mourning into joy, and will comfort them and make them rejoice from their sorrow. I like that. He said, "I'm gonna make you rejoice from your sorrow. I'm gonna make you rejoice from your sorrow." Somebody said, "Make me, Lord." Lord. Because sometimes that stuff can get on the inside of you and get you doing the stuff that you had doing stuff you had never planned to do. Y'all didn't plan to praise God that long. Y'all didn't plan to worship God that long. Some of y'all didn't plan to get on your knees. You're like, well, look, when I get in there and about this late into the service, I'm going to get on my knees crying. That's what I'm going to do. I'm, I'm planning and I'm going to get on my knees crying. No, you didn't. But the, but the thought of the goodness of God, the thought of his favor in your life forced its way into the midst of your life, brought you to your knees. When you said, Lord, please, Woo! Come on, God said, I'll make you lie down in green pastures. I'll make you be blessed. And also, I'll make you rejoice me, too. Not like he twist your arm and put it behind there and say, rejoice me now. Rejo- oh, I, no, I, okay, okay. No, that ain't what he's talking about. He' talking about you get so blessed so much you couldn't stop grinning if you want to. Come on now. Just like if somebody was standing there and tell you, ladies, you're fine for too long. First time they say it, you try to act like it ain't nothing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then they say it again, you would be like, hmm mm-hmm. Then before you know it, you have to almost fight down the side of your face because it'd it be wanting to rise up and get to grinning. And you try to fight down the grin, you're like, just, just stop it, just stop it. <laughs> but they just force a grin on your face. And then before you know it, you just get to grinning. You're like, Lord Jesus. But you're still in trouble. Because God will do that to you. Because joy manifests as we think about how God delivered us from all the problems that was bigger than us. He was talking about a problem that was bigger than him. And many of us have been in situations that was bigger than us. We couldn't do nothing about it if we wanted to. We didn't have enough money. We didn't have enough favor. We didn't have enough nothing to be able to get out of this one. But God came through for me and you. But God came and did what nobody else could do. But God. Got to love it on me and you, and then extended his mighty hand into the middle of our lives and came through and brought us through and made us get out of the situation that we was going through. Psalms number 105. We're almost through. Stick with me. Psalm number 105. I love the Lord. Anybody here love the Lord? You'll get full of joy. Just think about it. Just think about what God done to you and has done for you. Psalms number 105 stands at number 43. Testifying, he said, he brought forth his people with joy and his chosen with gladness. Notice, he brought forth his people with joy and, and his chosen with gladness. Now, we like to run on to the fact that he gave them lands of the heathen, but long before he gave them a land to be able to live in, he brought them out of bondage. They were so fired up there and they didn't know what to do. That which they always wanted, couldn't get. Now they're getting ready to deal with it too. And they look out, praise God, and they free. Look out and they ain't nobody tell them there's a where they gotta be. They look up and look out and they ain't gotta show up to that, that job working for master no more. They look out and they walk around with bangles and earrings and necklaces and stuff that they didn't have before. They like, whoa! Man, they was partying out there in the streets. Man, they was dancing. They was dancing out there all in the middle of the street just irritating the Israelites. They're just sitting there looking at them all irritated because, you know, folks that's still in bondage would be irritated by your freedom. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm so glad there wasn't nobody up in here like that because usually there's some people up in there. See, there's a midweek. You don't run into that in the midweek. But if we was like here on a Sunday, praise God, there'd be a lot of people that's sitting there like squinting at y'all when y'all was doing all that praising and singing. They'd be like, look, you need to sit down. And then they thought it was almost over and then, and then the, the drummer would have kept playing and the, the, the piano player would have kept on, the piano player would have kept on playing, praise God, then they'd have got upset, praise God, they'd be like, if they don't get off them keys, please. Because they just revving stuff back up again. They just revving stuff. I'm tired of them revving up stuff again. No, no, you're just not full of joy you're just not full of joy. Because even if you was tired, then sit your little tired butt down and watch everybody else have some joy. Praise God. Hallelujah. You know, because the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. If you're tired, sit ah, shut up. Praise God and just wave your hand and say, man, give the Lord a wave offering. Praise God. Hallelujah. Just, just shake your hand. Praise God. And if you don't know no more words to say, do like the old folks used to do. Just start humming. Praise God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Y'all can't hit that note. I can't hit that note. Press gotta <laughs> I gotta keep it down here. Press gotta... <laughs> Y'all be having joy for the wrong reason, praise God. Y'all be like, did you hear Pastor try to hit that note? (laughs) Oh, glory to God. Wow. Joy will manifest when you get to singing out and dancing out and just enjoying yourself. And remember, when God is looking down, God said, that's what I've been looking for. Songs number 149 and then we through. This is one of the key points before we move on to the next stuff we talk about next time we get together. Songs number 149. Now understand anything God prevents to you is always based upon an opportunity. Anytime God comes to you, he's going to present you an opportunity. Psalms number 149, you have to cooperate with that opportunity though. Stanza number one says, praise ye the Lord. Sing unto the Lord a new song and his praise in the congregation of saints. Let Israel rejoice in him that made him. Let the children of zion be joyful in their god let them praise his name in the dance let them sing praises unto him with the timbrel and harp for the lord hath taken pleasure in his people he will beautify the meek with salvation let the saints be joyful in glory let them sing aloud upon their beds let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hand. Let, 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 In the midst of all this praise, all this dance, all this shouting, all this stuff is let. Let means allow, which means that there's a choice in the matter, which means that you can choose to or choose not to. Anybody that's saved has the ability to be able to get in the flow and not say no to the opportunity to be able to have the joy of the Lord. Anybody who's saved, who's already plugged into God, has the ability to, to flow, get into the flow and not say no. They don't have to be on a, a wall flower in the midst of all that praise. They don't have to be a wall flower in the midst of that. Some folk just make a decision, I ain't gonna dance, I ain't gonna sing, I ain't gonna. I ain't going to wave my hand. I don't care how many times he says lift up your hand. I ain't lifting up nothing. I ain't, I ain't lifting up nothing. I ain't singing. I don't care how long they sing. I ain't singing. I don't care what I'm feeling in my leg right now. I ain't going to sing. I ain't, I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. You can't make me. You know what little brats do. You can't make me. Yeah, some folk like that. Everybody be dancing, shout, and they just sit there with a leg crossing, looking all bitter, looking all all bitter, looking like an old lemon, <laughs> old dried-up lemon. You're like, dang. <laughs> or you can make a choice to do this. I love that about the Lord. He gave us the freedom to make the choice, which means we don't have to stay outside of joy. We can get in the midst of joy. We don't have to shut the joy down that's flowing in me and you. We can let it flow and let everybody know that God's been good to me and you. It's a decision that we need to make. We can decide to be joyful or we can decide to be joyless. Joyful is best. We can decide to be joyful, or we can decide to be joyless. You could even walk out of a place like this that's full of joy that got shown enough praisers and worshipers up in here and still be irritated all while you're here. Why? Because you're joyless when you could be joyful. I'm choosing joyful. How about y'all? I'm in the right house then. Praise God. I'm going to stop right there for today. The we'll pick up on some more of this next time. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the Word of God had to say. I hope even more that you're learning from God's Word to let Him have His way. It's good to have a God who's a promise maker and a promise keeper in our lives, especially when one of those promises He'll keep is the promise that He wants to bring recovery and restoration into our lives. The Word of God is clear. Recovery and restoration is what He wants to do for me and you. So, believe His word is true and let Him fulfill that promise in the lives of me and you. That promise of bringing recovery and restoration to us that He wants to keep for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, just contact the church office at Erico two ten seven eight five nine two three eight. That's Erico 9238 or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center. 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. If you're in or visiting San Antonio, come on, visit us at Word of Faith. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation and you're in need of a ride, no problem. We'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. And to all the ladies in San Antonio and surrounding areas, if drawing closer to God is what you want to do, I got just the thing for you. We invite all the sisters in San Antonio and surrounding areas, to come out to our Blessed Women of God Breakfast Fellowship tomorrow morning. It's an all-you-can-eat breakfast at the brothers from Word of Faith prepare for the sisters of Word of Faith. That's the best breakfast in town. It's one, my sisters, that you don't want to turn down. Then after we feed you naturally, we're going to feed you spiritually too. With a powerful word from God, straight from heaven, just for the sisters, that's including you. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 9.30 a.m. sharp, and it ends at 12 noon. Don't be late, that's if you want a plate. Childcare is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP Transportation Service is available for this too. So ladies, don't miss this awesome opportunity to allow the brothers from Word of Faith to treat you like the queens you are, by preparing for you and serving you a breakfast fit for the royalty you are. So come on through and bring a couple sisters with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. And don't forget, saints, make sure that you're in church on Sunday. If you're not at work, every child of God needs to be in their father's house on Sunday. Radio and internet are good. They're both a blessing, but they are no substitute for fellowshipping with one another, with other believers in the house of God. There's nothing like it. I agree with the psalmist who said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. So, if you can be in church this Sunday, then be in church on Sunday. Make sure that you be in your father's house on Sunday. You'll be blessed when you do, I guarantee you. And to all you who've been a blessing to us by sending words of encouragement to us by letter or email, that you are being blessed by the messages and that you're praying for us, I want to say to you, thank you. And to all of you who've been so kind to send financial offerings in support of our ministry, from the bottom of our heart, we want to say to you, thank you. God said in Galatians chapter 6, God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, that shall he so reap. So since all of you have been such a blessing to us, writing to us, encouraging us, praying for us, and even sending financial support to us, we know that God's going to do what he said he'd do. He's going to be a blessing to all of you the same way that you've sown into our lives too. So we thank God in advance for blessing all of you who've been such a blessing to us. May God richly bless all of you for blessing us as we endeavor to do what God has called us to do. That is, be a blessing to a blessed people like you. We pray a hundredfold blessing into your lives for being the blessing that you've been in our lives. Once again, thank you for being a blessing. It's truly appreciated. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast next week for more of this life-changing Word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the
0: Word? Y'all stay blessed. See you next week.